Hi friends, welcome back to the Bible Project Daily Podcast, episode 257, which is uh, our journey together through the whole Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And today we're in Genesis chapter 24, part 188, looking at the story of the finding of the wife for Isaac. And just considering we're just picking up the text today, straight on with Genesis chapter 24, looking at verses 56 to 67, which I'll read for you now. And it says this, But he said to them, Do not detain me now that the Lord has granted me success to my journey. This is Abraham's servant who's gone to to her to find a suitable wife for Isaac. Send me on my way so that I may go to my master. Then he said, Let's call the young woman and ask her about it. Because they'd asked for him to delay in leaving for maybe a week or ten days. So the family, they called Rebecca and asked her, Will you go with this man? I will go, she said. So they sent their sister Rebecca on her way, along with her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, Our sister, may you increase to thousands upon thousands. May your offspring possess the cities of their enemies. Then Rebecca and her attendants got ready and mounted the camels and went back with the man. So the servant took Rebecca and left. Now Isaac had come from Beer Larehai Roy, for he was living in the Negev, and he went out to the field one evening to meditate. And he looked up, he saw camels approaching. Rebecca also looked up and saw Isaac. She got down from her camel and asked the servant, Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? He is my master, the servant answered. She took her veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac all he had done. Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah and married Rebekah. So she became his wife and he loved her and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Now it's sad to say that it's a familiar story that at weddings there sometimes can be conflicts between the members of the two sets of different families and it looks like initially there might have been a little bit of tension going on here. You see, Abraham's servant wanted to leave right away and head back with Rebekah, back to join Abraham and his son Isaac. But they wanted him to stay for at least, they asked, for ten days. Now it's amazing, Rebekah's really an amazing woman, because they ask her what she thinks and she says she's willing to leave, because she's convinced that the Lord is in this situation. Then tells us that Rebekah and her maids and... Abraham's servant and his people they all mount on camels and together they depart so they all head off back to meet Isaac now we're getting to the climax of this passage and we're told that as they approached back in Canaan Isaac is sitting under a tree meditating in a field in the evening that's interesting You see, the Bible puts a premium on meditating, but it's important to know that the meditation that's mentioned in the Bible is not like Eastern meditation or that idea of meditation that we have in our minds, which comes from the East, which sort of asks you to clear your mind. This is, in fact, from a biblical point of view, the meditation mentioned in the Bible is, in fact, the opposite of that. Meditation in the Bible is about filling your mind by thinking upon the scriptures. 
So that said, Rebecca meets him and she dismounts from her camel as he approaches and for the first time they meet. And Isaac then brings her into his mother's tent, it says. Now remember, at this point in the narrative, Sarah, Isaac's mother, has passed away maybe as long as three years. So this taking of her into his mother's tent is really significant because what it means is that actually at that point he is taking her as his wife. Now we may want to pause for a moment because this means that they are getting married. They're getting married actually sight unseen. Now if I had time I'd love to talk about what constitutes marriage from a biblical point of view. The book of Malachi talks about marriage being simply a covenant, a promise made between two people. So what's significant about all of this is that the covenant is involved here. What constitutes marriage right up to today is a covenant, is what we would today call a legal relationship. But what constitute that legality varies from culture to culture. In our culture, in the West, at this present time, in this present age, people would normally go to church or a council registry office and get a marriage certificate. They'll have a ceremony where both hopefully will say I do, but there is also a legal aspect going on here to, to what is going on on that occasion. A legal contract thereafter follows on from making those those covenant promises, which has all kinds of ramifications for both parties. But in this case, they get married straight away. He married her, then he loved her, it says. That's interesting. He married her, then he loved her. Now the Bible commands us to love our wives. Husbands love your wives, it says. It doesn't mention anything about finding a woman, falling in love with her, and then marrying her. Now I'll just let that sink in for a moment because it's important. Don't get me wrong, I'm not opposed to the idea of love before marriage. That was my experience and it's wonderful and it's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. However, it is not seen as a requirement of, of marriage as is described in the Bible. What sometimes occurred in the Bible is people got married and often in scripture the parents would pick out the bride or the groom and then it was your responsibility upon entering into that married relationship to love the person that you marry. It seems to me that in many ways some people go too far the other way in modern society. Marriage today seems to be entirely based upon our feeling, the feeling that we're in love with the person we're going to marry. But, and sadly the truth is that sometimes people's feelings can change and married people can fall out of love with each other. So it's important as Christians that we need to understand what love is from a biblical point of view and learn to love. Love is a choice. It's much more than a feeling. It is a choice as well. So here we see Isaac marry her and then he loves her. And this passage closes with the very interesting comment that he said that he was comforted after his mother's death by her. So Sarah had been dead for a few years and Rebecca enters into the situation, literally enters into the family tent and she provides companionship and comfort for him over the years that follow. 
you need to get all these elements in order to really understand what's going on here. And by doing that, you can really understand what the biblical idea of marriage is all about. It's about companionship. It's about partnership. It's about compassion and caring. And be willing to choose to love the other person day by day for as long as you both shall live till death us do part. Hey, that's it for today. I hope you'll continue with us on this journey and join me here, right back here tomorrow on the Bible Project Daily Podcast. Bye-bye for now.